<laughs> testing, testing. Yes, fuck it. I think we might be live now. Here we go. Oh, is it? Right. Um, just uh, ho hold your fire, everybody. We'll be live in a second. Yes. Um, right. We're live now. <laughs> Hello, welcome to uh, Bazooka with uh, me, uh, Gavin Webster. I'm the host of Bazooka. This is a brand new show. I'm the man who brought you the comedy results. And uh, as it happens now, I have a new show called Bazooka, which is uh, a show all about um, topical satire, politics and the like, but not from Westminster, but from Wall's End on Tain, or Wall's End upon Tain. I don't know. It's a bit ambiguous as to which one is uh, actually which. Um... With me in uh, the studio, I put the um, the 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 the, uh, the the two fingers up there on the, the studio uh, is uh, uh, Roger Townley. Uh, hello, Roger. Very good afternoon, Gavin. Very uh, good afternoon. The um, Roger. Now we, you'll be you'll be contributing a lot of stuff uh, during the program. Thank you very much for coming on. And well, you did have to stipulate to me that there was no fee involved. But if there was a fee, you probably would have gone to one of your charities, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, anyway? would have gone to the uh, Tibetan monks. The Tibetan most monks, likely. right? Okay. Yes, most likely. Okay, well, that's that's a, that's really good of you, Roger. I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, I, um, uh, I, I should state that the Tibetan monks, it wouldn't be the Tibetan monks, it would have been the Tibetan monks in Ealing. Um, and they, right. uh, they gather every second Wednesday at um, Islington Library. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I presume. I presume it's all vegan. The food is it? Well. Yeah. It, it, well, the, the, we don't like to label the food. It's just. just you food. don't really label we, it. Yeah. We, we don't like right. to label food. I suppose it's it, just just food. You know. Yeah. Well, it's a bit binary, isn't it? Anyway. No. Not a worry. We'll we'll move on. Um. Look. Now. It was going to be quite a week. I mean, this was going to be the big show. It really was going to be the big show. Um. The. Uh. The. 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 Um. It was going to be. It was going to be as as big as the the trans women's guilds. No, that what it was is that it was it was going to be a lot about the conservatives and the big leadership debate because we had a new prime minister this week and I thought that's going to be fit in perfect then uh, for our the, the first show of Bazooka. Um, you know, um, because Liz Truss or Red Bus as I call her, because <laughs> you do you know why? Because you wait all day, all day for a female prime minister, and then three come along, not at once or indeed in succession, but within a relatively short forty-three uh, year period. Proper jokes. Now, um, so but that didn't happen because what happened was, well, the Queen died. Um, the uh, I mean, w w were you upset, Roger? Tell me about the Queen dying. Well, I, I. I joined the nation in in mourning, but I I I have met the Queen, but I've also met uh, Banjo Tumbanjo from the Tutsi Front, right? Uh, which is arguably a greater achievement because many people uh, haven't met Banjo Tumbanjo. Uh, right. I'm not saying that I'm greater than anybody else. I'm no, just no, saying no. that um, it's uh, it's it's a more um, uh, 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 momentous occasion as he he hit uh, a lot of issues. Well, in the Tutsi in rebels, yeah, yeah, he. Um, he was actually detained for was 72 he? hours. 72 hours? Well. allowed out for, 
for six minutes a day, and they, they removed his bus pass. Move, remove his bus pass. Yeah, so that's that's brutal. So we held a vigil in uh, Islington Miners Institute. Right? Um, Is uh, would there be a, a Miners Institute in Islington? Well, there's not many miners, but there's uh, they were uh, young people. Oh, so, right, miners, miners, yeah, miners. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they well they were young people at some point, but again, we don't like to label people. Um, but we have uh, Josie Long was there. She Josie Long, uh, yeah. yeah, she read a poem. Did she and, really? Uh, we we had um, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. He um, made the place look nice. I'm, um, I'm sure he did. So, I know he was on your and, course. And, and uh, I, I actually, uh, and we auctioned off a piece of local art made by blind children. Um, <laughs> made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, bottle caps. Oh, that's that's very decent of them. That really is decent of the And we raised uh, a momentous amount of money for Banjo to Banjo, twenty six pounds forty. Well, that'll help, I think, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. And 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 in uh, Banjo was very uh, appreciative, and he actually um, Uh bought himself a Domino's takeaway. And and I I was a little bit questionable about that, giving money to such (laughs) a capitalist issue. But he. He said, you know, I've spent 72 hours under house arrest. Right. I want to treat myself, Roger. And I said, you know what? We, we all deserve a treat from time to time. I take it, I mean, you, £26 odd is probably... Um, I think he got some wedges or something. One, yeah, one would have thought that was probably a little bit more expensive than that. It's quite, I mean, you know, that's quite quite corporate, that really, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I suppose it, we, we've all got to eat, haven't we? Um uh, when it comes to the Queen, um, I, um, I, I mean, what I mean, what do we call uh, Prince Charles? As was he's the king now. I mean, obviously the Queen was mom. I presume he'll be dad, uh, no doubt. Um, and uh, the do you know do you know what I did, Roger? I um, out of respect, you know, because a lot of people yes. been showing respect this week. I rang up um, Northumbrian Water, and I also rang up uh, North Tyneside Council, and I said. I'm not paying any fucking bills. And they went, what? I went, I'm not paying your fucking bills out of fucking respect for the fucking queen. You know what I mean? And they said, Mr. Webster, you got to pay the bills. I went, no, no. Hey, listen, fuck, fucking hell, love. Are you in the Taliban? <laughs> Are you in the fucking Taliban? Went, no, Mr. Webster, I'm not in the Taliban. Uh, I just want to pay your bills. It was woman, like, you know. And then, and then uh, same happened in Northern Green Road. I said, uh, Mr. Webster, you have to pay your water bill, you know. I said, yeah. Fucking hell, man! Are you in the IRA? It's fucking Northumbrian water, not North Northumbrian ore water. You know what I mean? Fucking hell! Show some fucking respect for fucking Liz, you know. Put the phone down. I thought, thank you know, Christ, there's some, uh, you know, decency in this country coming from me refusing to pay my bills. I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, obviously, I mean, did you do anything? Is it is a matter? I know you 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 you're not a great royalist yourself. Did you do anything? Well, as all, respect? All, all power to you. Um, Gavin, um, I, 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 as me and Ken Livingstone said, we were sat and we were talking about the, the, the price increases. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were sat, um, I mean, the positive of being an MP is we, you can claim things on your expenses. But of course, yeah, you we wouldn't yeah, yeah. do that. Would um, you not? Right, no, yeah. We, we simply do a runner. Um, right, okay. And we hold vigils for them and uh, apologise with deep sorrow. Hopefully the, the the issue goes away. That that's that's an attitude that does you credit. It really does. Now I'd like to um I'd like to um play something. I was I was listening to radio yesterday and I okay. couldn't get away from Queen stuff. You know, yeah, 
He has, um, I, th- I think this is on Radio 3, there's a couple of fellas talking with the Queen here. Well, you know, you see, uh, Mortimer, is that the, yes, is, yes. Her Majesty the Queen had yes. such a wonderful sense of humour. Oh, she did, she did, yes. yes she was so, and do you know, the bit that really cut me was the picture of the corgis coming back. Yes, yes, I, I, it, it, it did with a lot of other people too, yes, I, I think it did, yes. She had a wonderful love for animals Yes, and an amazing yes. sense of humour. I yes. do believe you, you met her. Oh, I, I met her twice. I, I don't want to talk about this second time, but the first time I, I met her, well, it was, well, it was me and uh, several people here uh, gathering uh, journalists and writers and uh, she uh, was told that uh, it was at a garden fete, you know, oh, and yes. it was a garden fete somewhere in, in, in Staffordshire or something like that. It, it is not important. The, um, anyway, her mother, the Queen Mother, uh, Post Lion, uh, who was originally from, I believe, Scotland, uh, but maybe you know, the Queen Mother, so yes. it was Queen Mother. She was um, uh, scheduled to do the last presentation. The, the Queen had the first five, I think. Uh, the Queen Mother yes. was to do the last one. And uh, she was asleep because she was told by her, the footman that she had to get some rest because she was, bless her, she was getting old herself at oh, the time. Of course, yes. And uh, so um, what the Queen was supposed to do, I'm laughing thinking about this now. The, <laughs> the Queen now, she, she, she said that I, 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 I'll... I put a, a knot in my hanky to, oh, yes. to remind me that I have to go and tell the Queen Mother well, that she's was, got it. It wasn't well known that Her Majesty would carry a handkerchief, some money, and a, that, a pocket watch in her purse. That's correct. And she would call it a hanky because she had a great sense of humour. She yes, called it a shortened um, version of a handkerchief, which you normally get blue stairs people just to say, but the Queen called it a hanky because she had a common touch. So, you yes. see, um, she, she says, I'll... I put a knot in my hanky to remind me to tell the the my, my mother, the Queen Mother, yes. to um, to present the last uh, the the last um, the last presentation uh, yeah. at this show. And uh, she said, "I was I put a knot in my hanky, but I pulled my hanky out, and it had two other knots in." <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly sums up it does, the humour of her it, it Majesty does, the it Queen, <laughs> and there's no, you know, there's no um, cruelty or, or it wasn't. No, nobody was suffered from that humour. It was just great no. humour, and uh, you know, I've been told by many of the Byrons in the past that the Dimbleby family, like that was marvellous story. The post-war austerism, yeah, after all, because there was those. But of course, Her Majesty the Queen did serve during the. She did, of course, and then and then of course there was food rationing after the war, and of course I'm sure the royal family, you know, with the British people, they cut back themselves on a lot of food. I should imagine they didn't have as much as what they would have normally because. It would be wrong to um, have. Well, uh, to know. coin the phrase, everybody felt the pinch. Yeah, exactly. That, 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 that brings me to my point because, of course, we would all say we should all tighten our belts. I mean, yes. the phrase, we should all tighten our belts. And so the Queen, um, <laughs> she, all of the dogs at the time, we went corgis, of course, there's Jack Russell's and, 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 and various um, uh, sheep dogs and uh, some time and. and, and, and uh, and uh, what was it? Mongols, Mongols, because we are a Mongol race, of course. Yes, of course. The, the Queen, of course, herself being Mongol, being from German and, and British stock. 
she came in and uh, tightened the belts on the dogs. <laughs> I mean, their, their faces were nearly blue. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, well, you said we had to all tighten our belts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that perfectly sums up it her majesty and queen of her love of animals. Yes, it does. And her wonderful sense it's of humour. It's a wonderful radio wit. A lot of people didn't get that bit, but I had a few stories about how witty. Well, witty now she has stood uh, beside her beloved Prince Philip. Yes, uh, probably who, laughing and joking. Of course. Laughing and joking. At, uh, him referring to her as Lilibet. Uh, yes, uh, yes. It's, uh, it's, it's just wonderful because they're so down-to-earth, uh, close to the people with nicknames for each other. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's we, a side of the Queen we very rarely saw, but we did see. Yes, and it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I had to knock it off there, to be honest with you, Roger, after that. I, I was... Um, it, it's... I mean, it makes my skin crawl a little bit. I have to say, I'm with you on that, Roger. You know what I mean? I, I mean, uh, I don't know if you've um, if you've experienced anything similar. I mean, whether there was, uh, you know, some sort of uh, outpouring when, I don't know, um, Rapanito Garnadito um, uh, uh, threw himself onto the train tracks in Lima for the, the during the popular Peruvian uprising. I'm, I'm making these people up, to be honest with you, Roger. You probably know that, you know. Well, yes, I, I did know that you're making them up but there are different people around the world that i have met much like the queen has met right um, but i was meeting them in uh, a non-royal capacity right yeah uh, and i, I which is the way to be i suppose there was a gentleman that i i, I met um who did throw himself onto a a, a train track um and uh, i was in full support of of, of him doing that mm -hmm. um because uh he was sick of the trains being late, so he oh. decided um, he would make them later uh, by throwing himself onto the track, um, and he wouldn't move. Bloody hell! Ma imagine, imagine if uh, imagine if Mick Lynch had to deal with that. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a dilemma for you on the left side of everything. Now, speaking of which, we've got um, an interview with uh, Hardline. Um, Daily Express journalist Carol McAdam coming up about the train strikes. I'll I'll, I'll let you have your your, your okay. moment about the train okay. strikes, Roger, because I'm sure you've got a lot to say about okay. that. Uh, but uh, cue the interview with uh, Carol McAdam that I did. Uh, obviously, just at the during the Commonwealth Games before all this kicked off with the Queen. Here we go. Right, I'm here with um, Firebrand. Can we say Firebrand? Um, freelance. But you'd work for any tabloid, they'll have you, wouldn't you? Um, journalist, Carol McAdam. Thank you for your time, Carol. Um, now, Carol, I, I must ask you about your, uh, I think it's fair to say, hard line approach with the railway workers that are currently striking. <laughs> There's nothing hard line about it. No, no, no. Really? I'm just stating facts. They're ruining lives with their strikes. Right. And I said that in my column yesterday morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. The column, the column. Right. I, I was I was keen to have you on because of the column, actually. Right. Gunboat diplomacy. That's what you're suggesting. I mean, how it, Carol? That's that's Winston Churchill or even Oswald Mosby type uh, speak, isn't it? I don't regret any of it. Really? These people have to be stopped, or I'm afraid stopped. we're going to be dragged back to the 70s again. <laughs> again. We're going to be dragged back to the 1970s yeah, when this sort of thing was rife, and it doesn't do anyone any good, you know. Well, well, hold on. What, what do you mean again? Have we been dragged back to the 1970s multiple times in the past, or, or, or is this the the once? That, that will be going back to this, um, well, go to 
alleged dystopia that uh, you tapes were all warned us against. The 70s was awful. Was Don't it? let a few clips really? of Slade and people at least sway you. They were awful and you weren't you around to see how bad they I were. Was, well, I remember the 70s well, Carol, but I'm flattered that you think I'm a millennial. Anyway, it must be all that oil of... Uh, Olia, or Yulia, as they used to call it. And, and by the way, mush. I don't mind mush. being compared to Churchill. Really? He won us a war, you know. How many wars did Mick Lynch win us, or indeed any of his barons? Uh, See, uh, you're struggling now. Uh, well, but, yeah. <laughs> not struggling. What? What? Well, um, right. I'm just taking this. What? Uh, well, I'm sure a few. Um, uh, I'm sure a lot of ticket collectors uh, and train guards won the war. I don't know what you're talking about. You, what I mean is. I bet there was plenty of people who worked on the railways that were in El Alamein or Burma or, or in the push through France or whatever. Well, you're being silly now, talking about silly. battles in the war. No. Fictional people who were in no, there. No, no, I didn't refer to any fictional people. I'm just saying that the likes of people uh, who did, in some cases, humble jobs on, on the railway lines before the Second World War, went, went away to fight, then they came back, well, most of them did anyway, and then they carried on with yeah, railway well, jobs. Yeah, I think we're getting off the point here. Oh? Yeah, that, that, these people that you seem to think are all great people had a strike during the recent Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, no less. Before, this is a game before. that was many years in the making. The people of Birmingham, who are great people, by the way... Oh. <laughs> Apart from real workers. Are pathetic. The people of Birmingham, what? What? who spent no. years and years organising this, had their games ruined by a bunch of selfish train drivers. Tra no, 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 no. They're not train drivers as such. Most of the train drivers are in... Um, as left the, the people these people are, are like, we going to have this debate are you going to just talk over me right right these people with this very own you with a very own union barons at the top barons stop again. people from getting to barons. the games athletes and supporters Sp supporters you know what I mean people who have been looking supporters. forward to this for years <laughs> supporters you're telling me like a posh person from I don't know Aspie de la Zouch uh, that, that probably had free tickets for the fencing has had their life ruined because the um, the ten fifty eight to New Street was cancelled and they had to get the bus. Oh, so away. you just like it or lump it because the train staff have decided to put their feet up and not bother to go to put work. Their back feet up. Hold on, Carol. The the strike was a one day strike, which was on a Tuesday. The games didn't start till oh, the Oh, come on, Bonnie lad. Bonnie you lad. think I look stupid? <laughs> people Bonnie would have lad. to get there. Most of them don't live just off the bull ring or the the. Oh. Get the other bit of Birmingham oh. just waltz up to the games oh. on foot. It's the, a commitment Villa, to make the Villa, journey. Villa Park. What? The, Villa, uh, Villa Park, the King Kong statue, uh, what, the Bourneville factory, the places that Tolkien thought of for the Lord of the Rings I have stuff. no clue what you're talking about. You have no clue what I'm talking about. It's bits of Birmingham, landmarks and that, like that you are, that you are struggling a bit after the... I am not struggling, it's you who's struggling. <laughs> Industrial action has never done any good, yet these people bang the drum about strikes and walkouts. You know, the Commonwealth Games is a great thing. I remember Torval and Dean, and way back, what? long before your time, <laughs> two chaps won the bobsleigh, the two-man bobsleigh. bobsleigh. Oh, I the remember the wonderful John Curry, who was John from Birmingham, no less. God knows what he'd think of these what? awful strikes Carol, on the eve of Carol, the games. Carol, I think you may be thinking of the Winter Olympics there. Oh, who? Well, all right, Mr Pedantic. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Forget that anyway. Can I pull you up on one thing, though? 
You said that the industrial action has never done any good. Well, really? Well, tell me any time that it has. Um, the suffragettes. <laughs> that was not industrial action. Oh, all right, all right. Um, the, all right, industrial action. The general strike of nineteen twenty-six. Well, they didn't win. That didn't do anything. No, well, all right, all right. You're struggling. No, 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 no. Ah. There's been a lot of different Mainers strikes down the years, as far as I'm oh, aware. Oh yes, that one that they lost heavily in the nineteen. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that one. Why would I bring that one? Right. Well, the, 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 I'm talking about the the one in the nineteen. 70s mm. that they won and they brought down the Heath government, you know that one, right? And then, of course, like there's the Red Clyde side sit in with Jimmy Reed, where they sat, sat the workers went in, they, they had a sit in, if you like, and worked, uh, where they took over the yard in the, in the uh, shipyards. Again, Heath's government that had the back I'm talking about to... transport oh, disputes. There's never yeah. been any industrial action oh. from transport disputes that have ever worked, right. being won, or the, done any good. Oh, hold on. The Taff Vale judgment in 1901 as a result of the Taff Vale strike the year before. I'm starting to remember my level history here, but, uh, but basically the workers were going to be prosecuted for monies lost by the railway companies. Due to them being on strikers, but as a result of the strike, legislation uh, was passed through Parliament whereby you couldn't be culpable for like loss of earnings when you were merely an employee. It's, it's only right, isn't it? Anyway, that worked. That was a success. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about recently. Oh, you're talking about recently. Oh, certainly how, living how recent... memory. I mean, for God's sake, lads. Well, right, right. Okay. There was a there's been there's definitely been lorry driver strikes recently. I definitely remember one at the end of 1980. And there was that one in about 1998-99 when Tony Blair was Prime Minister and there was a blockade up in his Grangemouth in Scotland and another one somewhere in England so no fuel could get in or out as, as a result of the pump prices being too high. The government like, they didn't immediately back down as such but they didn't start ratcheting the price up until like they had been before. 98 or 99, you don't actually know the year, do you? Well, no, I don't actually know it exactly. I could look it up, but it was one of those years. To be honest, I didn't expect this to come up. Well, that's within living memory, anyway, though, isn't it? Anyway, they've ruined the Commonwealth Games. The None of this is doing any good for anyone. No, you couldn't no, think of the name of the year. You had to invent people in the war that worked on the railways. You had to mention strikes before anyone was born. And you started lecturing on what the Commonwealth Games is about. If I were you, I'd do your homework. <laughs> Thank you very much, Carol. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Well, of course, she was angry. <laughs> that was uh, Carol McAdam, uh, hardline, hardline writer from Daily Express. Um, I, 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 um, I, I don't know, Roger, I, 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 I couldn't... I was trying to desperately find things that were vaguely political... When, okay. when you know, all we had was the Queen stuff. Do you, do you, do you want to hear some more Queen stuff? This is, so, I think, it was on Five Live. This, have a, have a listen to this. Have a listen to this. So we're talking about the Queen, who, first of all, can I just say on behalf of all here at the station, thank you, ma'am, for everything that you did. She devoted her life to service, didn't she? So, so we're asking you about your memories of Her Majesty the Queen. And in the studio, I've actually got uh, Lee Violence, former rugby league player. So, Lee, you, you met the Queen, didn't you? Yeah, I, 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 I did, Tony. I met, I met the Queen. How uh, was that? Well, well, it was great. You know, uh, uh, she uh, she came to a youth club uh, in Lee. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm from Lee. Do you yeah. know I'm from Lee? Lee from Lee. Lee from Lee. I, I didn't want to say that to only in case you like take the mickey. Like, no, you know not while we're in morning, no. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, well, anyway, I'm from Lee. I'm called yeah. Lee, and uh, great. So, but uh, I uh, did she comment on that? She she didn't know. No. Funny, I should have said though, shouldn't I? You should have. Yeah. Should have said, uh, but uh, you know, we uh, we got medals off her uh, in the youth club, great, uh, and and that was it. You know, that, that were it. We just got the medals. Great yeah. memories, Lee. Great, great, great memories. memories. Great Have memories. you got a memory about Queen? Give us a call. 0208 664 Oh, yeah, the uh, radio stations. I've got an old-fashioned radio, Roger. I bet you've got an old-fashioned radio through principle, have you? Uh, I, I have, yes, I have. And what, what I would say, Gavin, is, is is the Queen touched many people in different ways. But mm -hmm. going back to what Carol McAdam was saying, yes. I, I, am, I am for strikes. Yes, of course, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm supporting of strikes. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for train strikes. Uh, it doesn't personally affect me as, as I take the bus. But uh, right. I, but I'm, I'm for a bus strike and I, I'm for pedestrian strikes. P pedestrian strikes. Well, pedestrian strikes where people don't go out and walk. Um, right, they I'm, refuse I'm to walk. That. Yes. Well, only I, I presume if it's a majority decision by the pedestrians themselves. Well, it, yes, it needs to be a democratic. It needs to be balloted, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. How do you um, ballot the pedestrian? You well, say, Excuse I, me, will you, you do you not well, want to walk next Tuesday? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I, I, I appreciate the principle there, Roger. It's just obviously it's going to take a bit of... You have to be in a walkers' union, you know what I mean? Well, there are many dog walkers' unions. And Is there really? Many, many um, hill-walking unions. Um, and maybe perhaps we could strike and say we are never climbing Ben Nevis on Tuesdays. Um, it's hey, it's something we could, yeah. we could do. It's, um, it's all right. I quite like that. Um the um well we'll discuss that well we, unfortunately we have to as they say visit the duke the duke of Yen, yeah duke of Kent, pay the rent um so we have to do an advert now so he has a, a quick advert and we'll be back in about uh, two minutes okay thank you very much would you like to invest in a military takeover in burkina faso a poor landlocked country in west africa with no mineral wealth infrastructure and a history so littered with coup d'etats and it's odds on there'll be another one very, very soon. If the answer to this is yes, please, and is the profit margin clean and transferable? Well, this fabulous one-off special offer could be for you. Here at the world-renowned McCallum Discord Group, we specialize in causing unrest in third world countries, especially where turbulent regimes have to combat religious divides, tribal disputes, a lack of agrarian self-sufficiency, mass protests, constant assassination attempts, and military mutiny. We ramp up hatred against the sitting regime, fund terrorist attacks, and cut a financial deal with the insurgents so that when they take up the reins of government, they pay a lump sum to the McCallum Discord Group, and we pay out dividends to our shareholders. It's a no-win, no-fee, and it's not a guarantee, but our success rate in the disease-ridden, war-torn third world is second to none. We tell you when to invest. The popular revolution is normally done and dusted in a few weeks, and your investment has a yield of something like 500%. You put in 100 grand, you come out with around 350 after reparations. Just go to our website for details. The McCallum Discord Group, getting people rich from uprisings since 1982. 
And let me tell you, Burkina Faso is the horse to be on this year. It's fucking foolproof. If you'll pardon my French. And that's out, because, of course, he used to belong to the French up until 1958. Yeah, that was uh, that, the adverts there. Uh, we're back now. Um, the uh, Obviously, we do have... Um, uh, a lot of people uh, complaining at the moment. And wh what's your views, Roger, on the fact that the Labour Party, uh, 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 well, there's still not. I mean, you obviously um, your, your friend Jeremy Corbyn was 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 in charge for a long time. He's a man. <laughs> Last time I looked, um, and uh, obviously it's been men before and since from right wingers like sort of well, not right wingers, but more more to the centre like James Callaghan and 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 uh, people like that. Right through to fucking mentalists like Tony Blair, um, uh, through to sort of the the more left of centre, maybe it's Clement Attlee and the like, but they've all been men. However, Michael Foote was a leader; he didn't win, but he's a man, and he was more left side. But then, obviously, what you've got now is you've had th it's three 0 to the Tories, really, isn't it? In terms of women, you know. I well, I, I I take your point, Gavin, but I do believe that we've got the second leg to play. Um, all right, it's all to play for, is it? They may take and uh, they may play the children in the second half. Oh, we? right, I see. We've got Boris, we have Liz Truss. Uh, I was chatting with uh, Jeremy uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Corbyn, not yeah. Clarkson. Yeah. Um, and we were Don't suppose you would know this. Clarkson. Uh, you? I, I'm aware. Of You're the man. aware of his work, of yeah. Man and uh, he, he is views. Um, whereas I, me and Jeremy were talking and we were trying to push Diane. Uh, to run for me. Oh, Diane Abbott, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but she, we, we couldn't really work it out. To her, two and two was five, so it just Yeah, it just well, I, I suppose that, that's metaphoric as opposed to some people might say that was an insult. I mean, you know, Emmeline Pankhurst, of course, was... She wasn't the one that jumped under the Queen's horse. She was part of the movement when a lady jumped under the Queen's horse. That was another woman. Uh, I don't know how she got there. Probably, probably ladies, dear. <laughs> anyway, and uh, on on that note, um, the you know, because I mean, I've got uh, from the Bible. I would say it's Matthew Matthew seven one, which is a great result. <laughs> anyway, but what the reason why I was going to ask about that was, um, yes. I don't know if you're aware, but there's a there's a book out at the moment, um, by a, a fella called Rupert Gaspaccio, right? Called um. Of called stick it to the women. Can you believe that? Stick it to the women. Stick it to the women. Um, sounds well, first, a, he sounds a, bit, all, sounds a bit like you, actually. Well, um, first of all, Gavin, I would never stick anything to the women. Well, have a listen. Have a listen to see what Rupert's got to say. I spoke to him the other day. Here we go. So as a counter to uh, that argument, we have uh, on the phone now uh, Rupert Gaspaccio, who has got a... I don't know whether it's a best-selling book, but he's certainly got a book out at the moment called... Is it Stick It to the Women, Rupert? Yes, Stick It to the Women, not Stick It on the Women, Stick It to the Women. Gary. That's fine. I mean, I don't know what the book... What, what the book? What is the book about, essentially? Well, it's, it's about feminism. Right. These, these have, you, have you got a pro problem with feminism, really? Well, no, no, no not at all. I, I, I'm a gay man. So right. uh, I, I, don't I, I wouldn't have a well, problem with feminism at all. Well, I mean, but, I haven't got a problem with feminism. I'm, I'm like not a gay man as such, but I don't know why you've got... Well, it's, it's these it's, people that are, that are offended all the time, no, no matter what happens, that they're offended, and, and, and I'm a gay man. So I, I, Are you I, offended I, by stuff? Oh, no. No, no, no. no I, mean, I mean, I, I can be, but as a gay gent... Um, a gay gent? I, a gay gent, I very much stiff upper lip. Right. Uh, and okay. I'm not... Not not uh, not offended at all. In fact, I I was in uh, a cafe recently. A cafe, right? A yeah, cafe, yeah. And there was uh, a lady breastfeeding, 
Well, there's nothing. That's not feminism, is it? It's that's oh, just. That's just would you like? Would you like me to just? Stand is that not up li- libertarianism? Like, like you're allowed to, to, like, because you've got to feed your child. It's like. Well, it's I, like, no, I, I respect that, but but how would you feel if you were trying to have a macchiato and I stood <laughs> up and started urinating everywhere? Well, first of all, I, I'm not quite sure what macchiato is, but I'll take your word for it. You, you, you and you, st- you're equating urinating to some woman feeding a child. Oh so yes, yes. Well, well, she she comes in, she exposes both breasts. But and and starts lactating. Well, she's got to take. Not, she's got to take. I'm, 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 not, I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm but, not offended. I'm not, but it's. But well, you're not. You're a gay man. Aren't well, you? yes, I'm a gay man, so I, I wouldn't be offended. Right. Okay. But, fair enough. But there are people that would be offended, and I could take offence to that if I so wished. No, but hold on. When you said you should expose them both breasts, you've got to take. I presume your top off and your bra off to be able to get the child across. You don't. You kind of, you kind of just. So there's, there's no need to, to expose both breasts. But, you, you, oh, but from, from, from my imagination, you, you just use one breast. I know you would use one, but you have to take the bra you off. You don't do the old, you don't do the old switcheroo. That's conversation. Because, like, for example, if I, if I go to, to the bathroom, if I went to the bathroom, the, the gentleman's bathroom, and yes, they're the not peeing all over the floor. Well, they're not, they're not making a mess, and, and, and I've got no problem going in there as a man. Uh, as a gent, I yes. go into the gent. As a gay gent, I go yeah, well, I mean, into well, the gent. What, what do you think of mixed toilets, by the way? Is, is oh, it, no, 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 absolutely not. Well, why, why? Well, as, a, as a man, I want to be able to go into the man's toilets. But, uh, fair enough. Not, not, not into a mixed is this, gender. This is like, this is oh, it. What's going to be happening, happening in there? Yeah, it'd be ludicrous. Well, how would it be ludicrous? Absolutely. More ludicrous. breastfeeding. More <laughs> breastfeeding and, and the rest. And the rest. No, well, that, that may be the point. Is that a gateway drug? That may be, may be the point where, as a gay gent, I would be offended. But I believe yeah, I would. Hang on. So, anyway, by the way, I have skimmed through your book. You know, I haven't, I haven't got time to read it all, all the way through, but it's very interesting. And, and, and restaurants and cafes come up quite a bit. And yes. what, what, what's this stuff about, you know, as far as I'm aware, women have kids, kids get boisterous, and, and you seem to take offence to women having noisy kids. Oh, and, and well, well, I, I chose, it's, as a gay man, the lifestyle that what? I chose to have meant that I wouldn't have children. So uh, I, I, I actually, there, there was, so uh, was, like I, was I was in a cafe, and, and I kid you not, right. there was a child uh, two tables away from me. Two right. tables. Two tables, right Two there. tables, and I could still hear him. He shouted <laughs> at the top of his voice, and his, his mother... Genuinely yes. said to me, said said to her child, "Oh, that's a very loud scream. Can you scream any louder?" That's what. Well, that's ridiculous. This is just anecdotal evidence. I'm sure that no, happens now. It, 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 no, it a bit of anecdotal. I'm sure like, it doesn't happen some places. Well, this is what the feminist regime is is breeding. What and tell the kids to shout loudly? They are breeding children that are becoming un. Ruly. That's well, what it is. Well, yeah, I, well, I'm not offended at it. Well, of course you're a gay gentleman. Man, I, I, I wouldn't be offended. Yeah, of course that, you're, but, you're not offended but, at all. But I could be. I but could you could be. be. And is this is this what what's uh, driven you on? The, giving you the impetus to write the book. Stick it to the women. Well, stick it to the women it is all about these these fainty feminists. That, what, that, that, fainty that, that, that feminists? You know, you know, like the sort of women that, that look uh, across between Martine and Navratilova and, and Brian Blessed. They're offended by things that, well, well, I'm not offended. And they're offended and they say, well, vote for you. Well, mm-hmm. maybe they're offended by you having a book called Stick It to the Women. I mean, that's a bit... A bit well, I wouldn't be offended if it was Stick It to the Man. That may be something else. That may be talking about corporations and things like that. But stick it to the women. I mean, the women, as in womanhood, you know, W-O-M-E-N. Stick it to the women. I mean, come on. Well, there's men in there. Women. 
with men. Men, well, men's I, and their I think you're clutching a straw. Sticking to everybody. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm not offended by it. Is it if, I was, if I was offended by it as a gay man, as a gay gent, <laughs> if I was offended gent, by yeah. it, I wouldn't have written the book. Well, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing you on tour, on your gay gent tour, when, it, when it's coming through. But you can you get in all good bookshops? Um, in all good bookshops and, yeah. and, and some bad ones. Yeah, of well. course, yeah. <laughs> probably run by women. <laughs> probably. Probably feminist <laughs> bookshops. <laughs> they, they, won't, a sense they, of won't, they won't stock it. Rupert Gispatio, thank you very much for your time, sir. Those sort of shops smell of lentils. Uh, yes. Yeah, Rupert Gispatio there talking about his books sticking to the women, uh, which is... Um, at all good bookshops, I mean, the, the the book industry is doing well at the moment. Speaking of which, you've got a bit of financial news. Um, the um, the uh, the the pound had a shit, and uh, the euro um went into the cubicle where the pound had a shit and said, oh, "I'm not going in there," and decided to go to the next cubicle, to which the um the the dollar cleaned the bogs and said, hey, you got to go in there. He says, I am not going in there. And uh, the British says, do you know your problem? You're fucking snobs and you didn't want to go in anywhere where somebody else is out of shit. And anyway, then the Chinese um, uh, sold the service station. So there you go. There's the financial news. Um, and uh, now, um, I, I think very much you're for, uh, Roger. Um, you're aware of Peter Anderson Marrow, aren't you? The, the, the hardline right-wing... Um, Tory MP. Unfortunately, so I, our paths have crossed. Yeah, I'm the sure courts. they will have. Yeah, I'm sure they will have. And 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 um, I do. I did have to speak to him because obviously, one of the one of the big problems at the moment is is I believe I believe I believe it's the 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 food bank problem at the moment. Um, but yes. uh, anyway, we're talking to Peter Anderson Marrow. Just a quick interview with him. Um, I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy this. Um, Firebrand always entertaining, Peter. But uh, let's see what he had to say um, when I spoke to him this week. Here we go. So anyway, uh, we have on the phone um, to discuss this, uh, Peter Anderson Marrow MP. This Hello, is Peter. Thank you for having me, Gavin. Can we get? Can, can I just uh, say um, this is the this is a different interview, but this is the interview with um, Grant Shapps. Actually, um, you know Grant yes. as well, won't you? Yes. I'm um, so uh, this is this is the interview with Grant Shapps, Peter Anderson Marrow. Um, anyway. Throw it away. Thank you very much. So anyway, uh, we have on the phone um, to discuss this, uh, Peter Anderson Marrow, MP. Hello, Peter. Thank you for having me, Gavin. Can we get through this quickly? I'm very busy. Yep. Very, very, very busy very, very today. Busy. Very yep. busy. Yeah, but you got in touch with me. You rang me to ask no, to be on. No, we're very busy. Wednesday's a busy days for me. All Gavin. right. Very All right. busy. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll rattle on as quick as I can. I'll get straight to it. Okay, so... Uh, Grant Shapps. Oh, is... here we go. What? Here we go. Well, but Grant Shapps, though, he's the, he's the. Grant Shapps is a friend of yours, isn't he, Grant? Yes, he's a friend of mine. Well, why, do you, why don't you get Grant Shapps on if you uh, don't want me? Hold on. If you don't want me, get Grant Shapps on instead of me. Peter, 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 Peter you, you got in touch with me to ask to be on the podcast. Oh, whatever. Hey, we go. This is ridiculous. Typical BBC. Right, Bring you on to change you, it to something you, else. You, 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 you're, you're in a hurry. You're in a hurry, Peter. I'm very busy. Yeah, I know you're very busy. Peter Anderson, Mara, I'll ask you about, about Grant Shapps. You're, you're a friend oh, of... Here we go. Oh, anyway, here we go. Ridiculous. You're, you're a friend of Grant Shapps. Yes, I'm a friend of Grant Shapps. We've established that, yes. Gavin. Can we... Can we Move on now. Yeah, yeah well, can we move on? Because that's 
at the you're interrupting me, Gary. I'm not in you're interrupting me. Typical BBC. It's not interrupting me all the time. You must you must have a course on that. that interrupting me. Here you go again. You're interrupting again. I'll answer your question if you stop interrupting me. All right, I won't interrupt you. Now, what I'd like to say is that there is a history, shall we say, of... Um, <laughs> Skullduggery on the part of Grant Shapps. Oh, get it out, Gavin. Get it out. Right, right. Grant Shapps is p p probably his real name. However, he has gone under Here several go. different with the, with names. With the different names. With stuff, the different names. Different stuff. names. Yeah, stuff. Different stuff. names oh. where, where he, he started off Ponzi schemes, which I don't if you look in Wikipedia, Ponzi schemes aren't exactly what you'd call honest. And oh, I his, admit you had to look on Wikipedia for that, didn't you? Typical BBC not knowing what they're on about. <laughs> you, you have to. I, I was just talking for the benefit of listeners well, here. No, well, we can tell a lot about the BBC with their with their broadcast Peter, diminishing and belittling their their listeners, Peter, thinking that they don't know what it's on about. Peter, you're interrupting Peter, me again, Gavin. Peter, you're in a hurry. No, no, yes, I'm very busy. Very busy, but you keep interrupting me. We can get you this got over and done with. You get it over and done with very quickly if you stop interrupting right, I'll stop me. Interrupting you. Right, okay, Peter. The thing is, right, um. Ponzi schemes, right, that Grant Shapps was, um, I, don't, I don't think makes a secret of being in charge of, yeah. which makes a lot of money, ripping people off. Um, you know, is that the sort of people that you would want to have in the Conservative Party, really? You know, uh, and you're a friend of Grant's. Are you whiter than white, Gavin? Are you clear? Do you know no dodgy people? Well, do you know no dodgy people? Depends, I mean, there's depends, depends what you mean by dodgy You're interrupting me again, Gavin. Let me answer oh, the question. Okay. You've asked me a question and now you don't want me to answer it. I don't understand why you've got me on the typical BBC show, this. Peter, typical. I'm, Peter, I'm not the BBC. It's me, it's me own podcast. I'm not the BBC. Don't raise I'm your like, voice at me, Gavin. Oh, you're shouting at oh. me now. Jeez, you're telling me you're whiter than white. You'd do anything for a that. quota. Anything for a quota here at the BBC. What? It's ridiculous. I'm not at the BBC, and why would I do anything for a quota? There's only me that runs the podcast, and I'm a white man. Sorry that if that doesn't fill your quota, you know, but the, the, the fact is, Peter, right, what I'm saying is... So you're that, telling me you know no dodgy people. I employ 35 people, you and you're telling me you've ask. only got one person working here. So you know nothing about the way things go. I, and I, you I, don't know anybody that's... Signed a dodgy check or anything like that? No, yeah. I, I, I certainly don't know anybody that runs Ponzi schemes. Do you know what I mean? I, that, that's why I had to look them up really because they don't happen. Really. They don't happen in my culture. Do you know what I mean? That's why I had to look up in Wikipedia. I had to look up in uh, you know. Are you telling me that you've never ever had anybody? Do anything dodgy in your life. Well, of course, you of course you, you've been all people. been squeaky clean. All no, of no, them. No, of course, there's been dodgy people. No, no, Kevin, you're all interrupting all me. Again. I'm not interrupting. You're interrupting me again. Typical left wing agenda. You get me on, and you want to talk about Grant Shapps and all this stuff. Why don't you get Grant on? Don't bother Kevin. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> but the thing is, right, Peter, that that's your name. <laughs> um, the thing is, Peter, what what. What I'd like to ask you though is, right. would you? Why would you? Um, why would the government want to employ well, get somebody out, uh, get that, that that is involved with something as dark and as as scummy as as something like ripping companies off? I believe how Ponzi schemes works. You get somebody to invest. Scummy. Scummy. You invest. Is that what you're saying, people? Like, that's the sort of language you use here on the BBC. I don't, I don't work for the BBC. Scummy. Ridiculous. No, so, so you're scummy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Tw- I would never. My mother would be turning in her grave. Oh, don't start if with I said, in the grave. If stuff. I called someone scummy. Look, when, what we're talking here is people. Somebody like invests twenty grand, and then when that twenty grand goes in, oh, you'll get your twenty grand back. So you get somebody else to come in and then invest another twenty grand. You go, oh, there's your twenty grand back, and then you get somebody else's twenty grand. And eventually, you just uh, accumulate lots of people's money. Have a look up what Ponzi scheme is. It's after oh, an Italian no, local Ponzi scheme. It's, like, is. it's, it's just, you just keep asking me. The same question. I've answered it numerous times. I've answered it so many times. It's the same principle as what you'd have in, I don't know, like a working men's club, like, like a domino oh, yeah, card yeah, or yeah, something like that. The it's the same thing. It's, it's a domino card. Oh. That's all it is, Gavin. Oh. So can we move on? Because I'm very, well, I'll very you, busy. We're going to have to move on, and you're very busy. It's the end of the interview. But thank you thank you very much for your time, Peter. I really appreciate it. Right. That's been very informative. I'm very busy. Well, there you go, Peter Allison Marrow, who's very, very busy. Um, Roger, are you are you busy on? I mean, you thanks for coming, by the way. Are you busy on a Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very busy on Wednesdays, right. Gavin, yeah. as 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 well. I, I, I'm the chair of the One Legged Trans Society. Uh, right, they need chairs, and I'm <laughs> that's also, to do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also doing several vigils for uh, every single Argentinian that went missing during the military. Uh, junta of uh, the 70s. What, one at a time? Yes, every the, single one. So the, it's taking up a lot Roger, of Roger, there was 70,000 of them? Yes, uh, I'm about 30 in. Good luck. <laughs> You're going to have to live a long time to get all them in. Gee, well, good luck with that. I mean, do, do you not want to, <laughs> if you like, um, farm it out, you know? Fra- fra- franchise, I suppose you're against franchising, aren't you? I yeah, yeah, am yeah. against franchising. I think that would be disrespectful to, to franchise. I was, I, I was sort of joking, like, yeah, but, uh, but uh, thanks for okay. pitching. But, but um, look, at anyway, that particular thing about Ponzi schemes, about yeah. grand shops and everything, we asked some people in a bar in Liverpool what they thought of that, uh, be interesting to see what their, their answer was. So I, I went round the microphone last night uh, down in the Dingle, um, if that still exists, and uh, asked them what they thought of that. Here we go. Well, there you go. That's what the people of Liverpool thought of all that, which is quite interesting as well, isn't it? You know, um, now place, wonderful place, Liverpool. Yeah, great, great people. I, I do, I do agree with you on that one. Um, well, we're almost to the end. Um, just to say that um, we will mention this later, but you can join the Patreon. I hope you've enjoyed the first show, by the way. We'll be back next Wednesday when the whole the funeral will be all over and we'll be back to normal life again. We'll, we'll, you'll come back, won't you, Roger? Of course. I mean, obviously, if you vigils if pertaining. It, yeah, it's, it's all down to timetabling and things. And it is, yeah. Bus strikes and... Bus stri- and pedestrian strikes. strikes, yeah, of course. There's all, there's all that to take into consideration. But, um, you know... Um, the the one good thing that I am looking forward to, 
believe it or not, is the uh, is the the next show. Do, do you know what? Do you know what? We've got a show coming on after this. Can you believe that, Roger? Really? We do. We have a show coming on next week, well, and it, it's, well, it's none other than the wonderful Tony Poison. Oh, so, oh. Um, hang on. Are you aware of him? Me and Tony okay. are pats have crossed numerous times. Okay, well, here we go. Um, right then, we have, following this programme, we've got uh, Tony Poison uh, coming on. Hello, Tony. Hi, Gavin, Tony Poison here on the Poison Hour coming up. Yeah, I know. What what, what, what have you got to do, Tony? Well, I was speaking to Harty, a mate of mine, Christopher Hart, who's, who's actually got a story. Is he a journalist? He is. He's a very, very highly respected journalist in the Daily Mail. And it says, he's, he's put a story out here, and is the West End going broke? Because it's gone all woke. And I'm all for him. Really? Hearty, Hearty's a great guy. His hearty is in the right place. That's right. what I'm saying. Great. And, and it, 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 can you tell us a bit more of this? Well, listen, look, Gavin, it's totally ridiculous. The wokeness is taking over theatre. Who would have thought wokeness is ruining the theatre? Prince Charming spurns on cinders and goes for the duke. They're messing with fairy stories. Is that is that wokeness gone mad? It absolutely is. Jane Austen play that flaunts the F word. My mother would be spinning in her grave. Right. Ridiculous. The wokes are taking over. Do you think that? Give me a call. 0208 70 25 You could be right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you could, you could be right. Yeah. You could be disagreeing with me. I mean, you're wrong, but you could be disagreeing. Everybody's wanting to know, is the West End going broke because it's gone all woke? Well, that sounds brilliant, Tony. So that's uh, that's Tony Poison and the Poison Hour. The Poison Hour. Coming up, everybody. Tony Poison coming up on the Poison Hour. Very much looking forward to that. Roger, thank you very much for your time, mate. I really will. Look, I'd love to join in the picket line. You know what I mean, metaphorically speaking. Uh, this is Gavin Webster uh, saying goodbye. Um, do please uh, listen. Uh, you can get it in all the places where you get the podcasts. We didn't have the phone number up this week, but we'll have the phone number uh, next week. Um, that's that's the way it all goes. Um, this is me desperately trying to find the bazooka the theme tune to leave. So thank you very much. See you all again sometime. This is Bazooka! <laughs> Boom, bam, bam, Joanna. Bazooka was written and presented by Gavin Webster with beautiful edition material from Cal Halbert. If you wish to like, if you would like to contribute to the Patreon, you can do so on patreon.com forward slash Gavin Webster. Bazooka is a Scrapper Read production. Bazooka. Bam, 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 bam,